0: why hey there welcome to another episode of the business of ergonomics podcast my name is darcy jeremy and i'm your host today we are going to be talking about how to streamline your assessments whether it's in person or virtual with discomfort surveys so let's get into this episode right now welcome to the business of ergonomics podcast I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Discomfort surveys. This is something that I use for every office ergonomic assessment that I've done. And this is something that I encourage every ergonomist, ergonomics professional, healthcare professional to do if you are doing ergonomics assessments too, because it streamlines your assessments. Um, Basically, a discomfort survey is something that I wish every person used because it's so awesome. And what this does is it's a form that your a client would fill out prior to you going in and assessing them. It could be a one page, two page, but the matter of it is that it needs to collect information about what they do as a person, how they spend their day, what equipment they use, and finally, and most importantly, what type of discomfort they have when they noticed the symptoms and what they think can fix it. Those are the three questions that are the most valuable and what every discomfort survey should have. And I definitely recommend you creating your own. Um, It's very simple to create something like this but it has such a huge upside to it. I have, um, Ergonomics Help has a discomfort survey that we use in the Ergonomics Blueprint, but essentially that's all you need to do, right? Um, To create your own, you need those elements because those last three questions is something that I have found to be really valuable when I do my own. Why are discomfort surveys so valuable? Well, it takes a lot less of your time and effort for you to collect that information. I love this because you ask them what they do. However, when in an assessment, however, you don't need to um, collect that information. It's in the form so you can take less notes during the assessment. And you can just copy the discomfort survey answers into the client report. It is so effective. And oftentimes, I would get through assessments much faster because of my discomfort survey. So it's something that takes just a little bit of work in the beginning to create your discomfort survey and distribute it to every client before you do an assessment. But there's such a big upside in this because it's efficient, effective, and because it's efficient and effective, you will use your time better. Therefore, you can make more profit, and more revenue. There's just so much upside to this. I think every person who does ergonomics assessments should be using this because it changes how you do it. I, um, one of the biggest things that I found, so of course, when you do this, you want to distribute this a uh, discovery survey before you do an assessment, right? So it can be maybe you have an assessment coming up on Thursday at the beginning of the week, you distribute it, perhaps you will get it back before you have an assessment. However, if you don't and they just give it to you at the start of the assessment, it is still valuable. Oftentimes when I would do assessments, I would get the Discomfort survey right when I saw that person virtually or in person. And then I would just very quickly, because I've done it so many times, scan uh, scan the discomfort form, and then I would develop my own hypothesis as to what is the cause of their discomfort. And that is huge because you are going into every assessment with a hypothesis, right? And this is something that is time-saving. It could be correct. It could be not correct, but at least I'm prepared to what to look for. And let's say someone has shoulder discomfort. There's certain things that I would be looking for in their assessment that could be the cause of that discomfort. So I'm hyper-focused on what could be related to that. Of course, that means I'm not going to pay attention to every other risk and every other element of their workstation. But if that's where the discomfort is, heck no, that I'm going to be looking at that because that is why I get paid the big bucks for an assessment to fix that problem that they need fix. That's how we build our reputations. That's how we get referrals. It's everything as an ergonomist, ergonomics consultant, however you want to call yourself. Um And a discomfort survey is so valuable because it goes into so much depth that, let's face it, we may forget to collect this information during an assessment because there's a lot of moving parts when you're visiting that person. But if it's documented in the discomfort survey, it is a reference for you when you are writing the report, the client report. Because as we all know there's two parts of a one-on-one assessment, but really like you you can design your services uh, whatever way you want, but I like to start from the I guess the top um revenue builder and the top revenue builder is always going to be a one-to-one assessment, so that's a full ergonomic assessment plus a full client report. Not every one of your services will require that and that obviously full ergonomic assessment plus full report will be the most revenue generating activity. It's not required for every assessment, but it can be the most impactful. So usually it's used when someone has a lot of discomfort or a compensable injury. That's when you want to do that. There's a lot of variations that we can offer clients that can bring down the cost for them, but still deliver value. Maybe not as much value as a one-on-one assessment, but still can be valuable. And I recommend using a discomfort survey whenever there is some sort of one-on-one assessment with that person, or maybe when you're prioritizing the, um, the types of services your client might need. So many, so many aspects of this discomfort survey can be valuable to you as a business. So basically what I do when I use these, I email this to your to my client before they fill it out and give it to me um, a couple of days before the assessment or the day of the assessment. And like I said, the, a complete step-by-step process of how to use this is in the Ergonomics Blueprint And if you're ever been interested in learning how to add ergonomics services to what you're doing professionally, or maybe you want to go all in, or maybe you're already doing ergonomics assessments, but you want a better process of how to do it, you can check out the ergonomics blueprint to help you get to where you need to be. That's it, everybody. That is how to use your Discover surveys to streamline your assessments. I hope you got some value out of that. And so... If you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com/learn-ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com/learn-ergo and you can get started today.